Hi everyone, hope you're having an awesome day. I'm Oliver Ko, and you're listening to Malaysian Politics Explained, a podcast where we dive into the ins and outs of Malaysia's political system and discuss the policies that will help shape our future. The chaotic mess that is Malaysian politics, especially in 2020, raises a ton of questions about how our system works. We had a shift in government, a global pandemic, and there are talks of a coming election. But one question that rises above the chaos is very fundamental. What is the government? What does it even do? And why is everyone so worked up about it? If you are one of the many Malaysians that is wondering what exactly the government is all about, then you're in luck. Because today on Malaysian Politics Explained, we're going to be doing a dive into the Pasar Ikan that is the Malaysian federal government. And we're going to be looking at a few key questions today. Number one, what is the government and what exactly does it do? Number two, who can become part of the government? Three, why the number 112 is so important? And four, what does it mean by the doctrine of separation of powers? A very quick caveat here, in Malaysia, we actually have a two-tier system of state and federal governments. This means that each state has its own government, which is in charge of more localised issues like land and local infrastructure and agriculture. But Malaysia, as a federation of 13 states, has an overarching federal government that is in charge of issues which affect the whole country, like defence, education and healthcare. I like to think of it like how a school works. You have the principal who is in charge of making rules which affect the entire school. But each class also has its own class teacher that makes rules within that class. Now for the purpose of this episode, we'll only be looking at the federal government because that's the one that affects all Malaysians equally and it's also um, the one that gets talked about the most, the one that gets streamed on Facebook Live and the one that is currently in the national spotlight. Now, we often think of the government as one big eye in the sky, one huge body, but actually it refers to three distinct bodies that govern or rule the country. These three bodies are very important, so pay attention here. They include the legislative branch or parliament, the executive branch, which is technically headed by the Yang Dipetuan Agong, but actually by the Prime Minister and his cabinet who are each responsible for different agencies like education, transport or healthcare. And last but not least, the third branch is the judicial branch or the courts. These three branches coexist and perform very distinct functions. The first, the legislative branch, is made up of elected representatives from all over Malaysia, known as members of parliament or MPs. Now, you can generally tell who these MPs are because they'll have a YB, which stands for Yang Berhormat, in front of their names. In Malaysia, the process of choosing these MPs is done through a general election, which takes place every five years. Each member of parliament represents the people from the different geographical region that elects them. Parliament's role is to make laws in Malaysia. So let's say, for example, the government wants to ban, I don't know, uh, chewing gum in public. In order to turn that into a law, it has to be brought to parliament in the form of a bill. 
which essentially means that someone in parliament must make a written suggestion and read it out for all the representatives to hear, and a majority of the 222 members of parliament must vote in agreement. Now that number 222 is super important for the second branch of government. According to the constitution, the prime minister is chosen by the Yang Dipertuan Agong from among the MPs. The Agong is given discretion to choose whoever he wants, but the constitution states that the Yang Dipertuan Agong must choose someone he thinks can command the majority of MPs. Now remember that magic 222 number? The person who can show the Yang Dipertuan Agong that they are supported by more than half of these MPs becomes the Prime Minister and gets to form his own cabinet. And that gives us the magic number of 112. Exactly half plus one to give the majority. This is what is known as the first-past-the-post system or the Westminster Parliamentary Model. This requirement is important because if the executive loses control of the majority of MPs, that administration will never be able to make any laws and the country basically grinds to a halt. Now, some of you listening closely might say, what? I thought you said parliament makes all the laws. And that is true. Now, this brings us quite nicely to the function of the executive branch. They provide the policy direction for the country and are responsible for putting forward new laws to be voted on by parliament. Now, this basically means that they get first dips, they get priority when suggesting, when recommending what laws parliament passes. The executive branch is also responsible for governing the country and is what we most commonly know as the government. Now, they execute and enforce laws and policy via different government agencies like the police, uh, the fire department, or the health ministry. This means that if parliament has made the chewing gum illegal, the executive branch will then be in charge of catching any stray gum chewers and bringing them before the full force of the law. And this is where the last branch of the government comes in. Now, the judiciary is the last branch of the government and it is often the least remembered in politics because its members are unelected. Their roles include settling disputes between citizens and interpreting and applying laws. So this means that if you get caught for chewing gum, they are the ones who decide whether you are guilty or not by examining evidence and interpreting the meaning of the law. For example, you know, if the law says that chewing gum is illegal and you were just sucking on gum, does that count as a crime? The judiciary are the ones who decide on that. So if they find you guilty, they also decide the punishment you'll receive based on a series of guidelines. The judiciary is made up of a series of courts and they operate in a sort of hierarchy from the magistrate court, which, which is the lowest in the ladder, followed by the sessions court, then the high court, then the court of appeal, and finally at the top, there's the federal court. That's a whole lot, right? I mean, I've been studying law for almost five years and even I still sometimes forget them. The judiciary is headed by chief justices chosen by the Yang Dipertuan Agong on the advice of the Prime Minister. 
the chief justices then advised the Yang Dipetuan Agong in choosing the judges who will make up the rest of the court system. These are the three branches that make up the government of our country. And importantly, they do not mix. The judiciary doesn't go around telling the legislature how to do its job and vice versa. This is known as the principle of the separation of powers and is important because it prevents any one branch from getting too influential, too strong and becoming authoritarian. However, the different branches still exercise a check and balance over each other, meaning that if one branch goes out of control, the others are equipped to rein it back in. The judiciary does this by making sure that the others only exercise their powers according to the constitution. The legislature does this by calling the prime minister and cabinet ministers to account for their actions in parliament. And the executive does this through the prime minister's role in appointing the chief justices. And that is the Malaysian government and separation of powers explained. There are three branches of government, the legislature that makes laws, the executive that enforces laws, and the judiciary that applies and interprets the law. They are separate and distinct, and they do not mix. That's all for this episode of Malaysian Politics Explained. Hope you guys enjoyed the content, and if you have any ideas for future episodes, do let me know by DMing me on Instagram or on Facebook. And remember, register to vote.